I'm Jolie, your branding badass, and welcome to my new podcast, Branding Matters. Today I'm sitting down with Joanne Reynolds, the founder and CEO of a brand new company called Sexy AF. But contrary to what you might think, AF stands for Alcohol-Free Spirits. Originally from South Africa, Joanne moved to Calgary 11 years ago as a single mom. And even though she comes from a corporate background, she has always had an incredible entrepreneurial spirit. And that was her motivation for launching this incredibly sexy brand. I invited Joanne to be a guest on my show to learn how she managed to create a successful award-winning brand right in the middle of a global pandemic. Of course, I wanted to learn what was behind that sexy name and branding. And finally, I wanted to get her point of view on why there's been such a rise in non-alcoholic and alcohol-free beverages in the last year. Joanne, welcome to Branding Matters. Thank you so much for having me on today. Oh, well, it's my pleasure. So first, I want to ask you, do you go by, do you like Joe or Joanne? You know, most people call me Joe, so I'm totally fine just being called Joe. Okay, that's so funny because my name is Jolie and only my family calls me Joe. Not for any reason. I mean, anybody can call me that, but I'm named after my grandfather and my mom and all my siblings call me Joe. I love that. Yeah, well, you know, it's easier to say than Jolie. (laughs) People have a hard time (laughs) pronouncing it a lot of the times. So speaking of names, let's talk about this first and foremost is the name of your brand, Sexy AF, because I love the name. It's what attracted me to your brand right away and one of the reasons why I reached out to you. So can you please tell me about how you came up with that name and what was your motivation? Absolutely. So the name Sexy AF Spirits When I was trying to think of a name that would stand out and considering it's a new market, it's an emerging sector in the beverage world, what name could I come up with that people would remember, good, bad or indifferent? And thinking about the brand itself, that I wanted to be young and cool and catchy, what could I come up with? And I thought, well, I don't want to be boring as fuck. So I thought I want to be sexy. Oh, come on. Who doesn't want to be boring as fuck? And I know, right? And then the AF was just a play on the alcohol-free because our company is 100% alcohol-free. So it really worked out well for me to have a short name that I could get the URL.com for, that I could brand across my social media and sexy AF just stood out for me. It's a great name. Did you come up with other alliterations before you came up with that one? Or was that the first name out of the gate? You know what? That was the first name at the gate when I was looking at products that are already on the market, thinking, I don't really know how they could brand it or how they could really market it too well. And I really wanted something that I could have fun with and play with. So I really went a full 360 with regards to, I don't want to keep it conventional. I don't want to keep it status quo. What could I do that was really stand outish when it came to wording? It definitely stands out. What about the idea of sex sells? I mean, did that play into it at all? Well, sex definitely sells. And for me, my initial thought was let's flip the stigma on his head. So my vision was to have these super hot guy bartenders serving us ladies drinks, etc. Because you're right, at the end of the day, sex does sell. And you know what? Us women need a bit of eye candy too to have a look at and enjoy when we are getting served sexy AF cocktails. So absolutely. Who's your target market? Our target market, it really is a broad spectrum. 
it varies from ages 20 years up to 50, 60, 70 year olds, as well as millennials and Gen Zers. These kids, they don't want to drink alcohol. So our market is really, really broad. In addition to, we have a gender inclusivity manager that deals primarily with our LBGQ community, which is just amazing. So a lot of the times I get asked, so who primarily drinks your product, man or woman? And then I say, well, no, you can't ask me that because you have a whole other community out there that loves sexy AF spirits and who are alcohol free. So when it comes to demographics with regards to age and gender, we cover everyone. Do you find that for the older demographics, people like myself, who is sort of in the higher end when you were mentioning all the different ages, do you find that the older generation are at a point where they don't want to drink as much as they used to 10, 20 years ago? And so this is an alternative for them? I do 100% agree with that. I think they're taking a look now and Saying, this was okay 20, 30 years ago, but now times are changing. People want to live longer. They have enough resources to live a more fulfilled life. And when it comes to thinking that way, you think about mindful drinking. Okay, so let's back up a little bit. Let's start from you are a businesswoman. You're a mother of two daughters. What a great role model you are, by the way. And you decide you want to launch this business. What was the inspiration for you to launch the business? What motivated you? Great question. So I'd come back from a girl's trip in California, and I know that a lot of my girlfriends don't drink for religious reasons, which is totally understandable. And here I am sitting drinking cocktails and wine and a bit of shot of tequila, and I'm just having a great time. And then every time we go out for lunches and dinners, my girlfriends aren't drinking. And one's training for a marathon, one's trying to get pregnant and didn't really want to tell anyone. So they didn't really say why she wasn't drinking. And it just it gets to this awkward stage where the bartender's like, I'll make you whatever you want. And then they're like, I don't know what I want because I don't drink alcohol and I'm tired of drinking water. I don't want sugary drinks. I don't want a Shirley Temple. I'm not a young kid. And this happened throughout the trip. And I get back home and I said to my husband, I said, I had a great time, but I don't know about my girlfriends, but I want to create a line of product that when they go out, we can order this fun, classy, sophisticated drink that makes us feel like we're included. And I want my girlfriends to be included. And I want them to feel like not ashamed or millions of questions as to why you aren't consuming alcohol. And he's like, well, that sounds like a great idea, honey. Like run with it. He's like, no, no. Like, what do I do? You <laughs> like do some research, market research, figure your idea out, put it down to paper. And I made it happen. You know, it's very true. It's funny. You were talking about the stigma and I was thinking about that. And it's almost like it's expected of you and there's that social pressure when you're socializing to be drinking and if you're not and there's also that oh come on just have one oh come on especially I think it's more for men than for women right it's like oh come on come on round of drinks and and you hear that all the time and so you're right taking that stigma away and then also adding the sexiness into it I love that that's a really great way of looking at it so you decided to launch in March 2020 March 2020 was quite an interesting date, very significant. I don't even know if I have to say it, but I think I will just for anybody there who maybe I'm from another planet, because that was right around the time when the pandemic hit. So here you are launching a new brand, a non-alcoholic brand, right when a huge global pandemic is hitting. Not only that, but then we went into shutdown where bars closed, 
restaurants closed, and now here you are. How did all that affect your launch? It was a wild time. If you could imagine the worst thing happening when you're starting a business, you wouldn't put global pandemic on the top of the list. So I feel like it's just my luck. Like these things happen to me and I'm a firm believer things happen for a reason. So as you said, March 2020, almost this time to the day last year, I'm like, perfect. I'm going to launch Sexy F Spirits. I've created it that it's going to be for bars and restaurants to start with. And then they're going to play around with the product and they're going to have fun. And then it's going to trickle down to consumers and off we go. And then it's like COVID 2020, bars and restaurants shut down immediately. Everyone stay home. That's it. And I was like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. What I did is I threw up a website and I started going direct to consumer and sounds easy, but it's not because now you have to immediately self-educate the consumer as to what to do with this product because they've never seen the product, number one. Number two, it's a whole new industry. Number three, people are trying to find things to keep them sane and turning into the alcohol, the cigarettes that you name, all these vices just to keep them calm during a pandemic. So I have all these things against me while I'm launching. Now, looking back on it, I said everything happens for a reason. I believe in hindsight, it was the best thing ever because at first, everyone did start drinking a lot. I get it. Everyone was like, I can't cope. I can't cope with my kids at home. My husband's driving me crazy. I just need to like drink. The government kept all the liquor stores open and people just started having a free for all. Drinking morning, noon, and night it was so much fun. And then it was so much fun until they realized I still have to homeschool my kids now. I still have to be on the Zoom call at eight o'clock in the morning and I still have to run the household, et cetera. So then it started becoming not fun. And then people started thinking, well, maybe there's something else out there. And that's the same time that I was launching Sexy. I really did think the pandemic pushed this whole new sector to the forefront. And it felt like overnight products started popping up, alcohol-free, non-alcoholic, you name it, you name it, you name it. When all that happened right at the beginning, did you panic? Like, was there a moment where you thought, I can't do this, like, I'm not going to do it? Did you ever consider that or did that not cross your mind? Oh, I did panic a lot because... (laughs) Was your husband there calming you, giving you a drink in the background? No, it was just like, what do I do? I have two daughters, 16 and nine. My husband had his stuff going on and there's no one to turn to either. This is a whole new industry. I don't know who to turn to when it comes to launching anything. It was so scary. It was so out of my comfort zone. It was daunting to say the least. And here's me all along. I've got this great idea. And then I'm like, oh shit, I actually have to put this into action. I actually have to make it happen now because I feel like it was now or never to be in the forefront of this industry because my goal is to eventually be global, be in every market around the world and to be the leader in the industry. So if I'm going to do this, I have to do this now, whether it's 100% perfect, whether or not everything is on point, I have to put my foot down and say, go. I agree with you. You know what? You can't let fear stop you. And I'm sure there probably was a minute or two where you sort of went, holy shit. And then you're like, okay, now what? And like you said, you know, to use that overused term right now, pivot, but then you decide to go direct to consumer, which you did. And clearly it worked for you and you've been running super busy and very successful. I'm just curious, what is the difference between non-alcoholic and alcohol-free? You know what? That's a very, very important question. And non-alcoholic, means they take the product, they add alcohol to it, and then they distill it down to a certain percentage, and then they add water to it. So there's still up to 0.5% alcohol in that product, as opposed to alcohol-free, which is sexy AF. Our process is completely different. We never once touch alcohol in our process. Our botanical by volume, what we call it, is 30%, which makes our product very, very strong. It's not watered down. So right now, there is a huge differentiator with non-alcoholic and alcohol-free. So very, very good question and just be wary of that. What about 
about someone who says, okay, well, I'll just have a cranberry and soda or juice or pop. I mean, I call them non-alcoholics. Is that the right term or is there another term to call everything that doesn't have alcohol in them? I call it juice. Juice, okay. So you, <laughs> you would find it in the juice aisle with the kiddies' juice boxes. Right. And so it's not uh, quite as sexy. <laughs> no, you're literally drinking juice. Right, so, okay. Um, just an example, I'm drinking, I haven't taken a sip yet because we've been oh, talking so much. This is, this is uh, audio, but the audience can't see. That looks beautiful. I know, but I just wanted to show you. Yeah. That. This is amazing. I'm busy drinking and it's going to be on our Instagram live coming up. We just called it the Blueberry Virgin Sour. So it has some freshly squeezed lemon juice our virgin and an egg white with some blueberries on top and some nice. fresh lemon. So that for me is what a sexy AF cocktail, mocktail, whatever you want to call it, not a concentrated juice full of sugar and preservatives and crap. So it's good for you as well. It is good for you. Yeah, yes. which is important because people I think are more health conscious than ever before. So you mentioned COVID. Let's go back for a second. Well, we talked about COVID and I can tell you when COVID first hit, I was drinking probably, I'm not even exaggerating, seven nights a week because we never expected it to last as long as we did. We thought it was going to be like an extended holiday, right? And the excuse was, ah, well, it's COVID. So ate a little bit too much, drank a little bit too much, really just overindulged. And I think a lot of it too was probably to help with the anxiety. I mean, it's been proven that COVID has really affected people's mental health and substance abuse has gone up. There's no denying that. So at the beginning, it was very much like drinking all the time. And then after a while, I think when we realized that COVID is going to be here for a lot longer than we thought, and my pants weren't fitting, and (laughs) I was feeling crappy all all the time. And when you're feeling bad physically, you feel bad emotionally. I mean, I'm a huge advocate of health and fitness and eating healthy and exercise and all that. And so with the gyms closing and everything, it really affected my mental health in a big way. And I'm assuming it did everybody else. I'm back to like not drinking again and exercising. Do you find that trend is happening on a, I mean, I'd say on a global scale, but let's just start with, I guess, a local scale. Are you seeing that with the increase in sales of Sexy AF? You know what? I really am. And I feel like it only took one person or a friend of a friend or word of mouth just to start opening up the conversation about honesty regarding just how much you drink. Sure, you go to the doctor and you fill out the little list, <laughs> like how many drink units do you have a week? And you say one, right? you have five. <laughs> you know, like everyone does that. But I think it got really serious because of the effect that alcohol has on one's mindset when it comes to that it is a depressant. So why are we drinking so much during COVID and we're feeling really really, really depressed. And then you get down. And why is it that everyone else is feeling the same way? And then you start having these conversations. And yes, it's really, really good to talk. It's very good therapy to talk to one another. And then to also be honest, not only with yourself or with your peers and with your friends around you saying, oh my God, I am drinking like a bottle a night. I don't think this is normal. I know we're all doing it, but the adverse effects of your mental state. And the UK, there are now, when I was doing my research, there were five years ahead of us with regards to, and I call it the the sober curious movement, because Uh here's the thing, you're sitting on the fence and you're looking in going, I do like to drink, but I don't want to give up alcohol completely. But I feel like in my gut, I need to try something different. And what is out there for me? And as you're going through these thoughts, these new products start popping up, these new categories start coming to the forefront. And then you see, oh, actually, maybe there is a demand for it. Maybe I'm not the only one that feels this way because 
look, there's products now out there that can help us with this. And you're like, okay, well, then that's a good thing. And then you go from server curious to now it was a bridge drink, then it becomes a regular occurrence, then it becomes a healthy new habit. So you're replacing the alcohol consumption every night with sexy AF or any other product that's alcohol free. And it's almost comforting feeling in a way that you have something to substitute it with. As opposed to going cold turkey, going, okay, you know, maybe I am drinking too much, but if I quit, then what do I do? Is there going to be the stigma or are my friends not going to like me because I'm not drinking? You want to be healthy. And I feel like it's these small little conversations that have kept happening over time, over the last year and a half here, especially in North America, Facebook groups popping up left, right and center now that I am actively involved in and participating quite regularly with regards to people in Canada and the US going, it's not fair. The UK has all these products and Canada has none. And then I'm the cheerleader going, no, 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 there is, there is. It, it was a gradual change. I feel like there was this slow undercurrent taking place with regards to it. But seeing how adaptable and how amazing the UK has taken it on, they actually have aisles in the liquor store, aisles in the grocery stores of NAAF product where I'm sitting here in Canada going, oh my God, please, can we have an alcohol-free aisle in the liquor store, grocery store? Can you give us an aisle that's dedicated to alcohol-free, non-alcohol products? Do not put us in the concentrated juice box aisle with the kitties. There really has to be a huge distinction with regards to that. I am very, very hopeful that we will get to that point sooner rather than later, but it takes time. This episode of Branding Matters is brought to you by Gems for Gems. Gems for Gems is a proactive charity focused on ending the cycle of domestic abuse. They do this by creating viable and sustainable paths forward for survivors. With a concentration on empowerment and economic recovery, Gems for Gems works hand-in-hand with the community to help survivors thrive. What can you do to help? If you have gently used jewelry you'd no longer wear, you can donate it to their jewelry drive. If you have any spare time and you're looking for a way to give back, you can join their ambassador program. I'm proud to say I am a part of this ambassador program and that's why I'm sharing this today because Gems for Gems is such an important charity, especially with what's going on in the world today. As you all know, domestic abuse is on the rise. And finally, if you would like to contribute financially, you can become a donor to their incredible scholarship program. Whichever way you decide to help, you gotta know that you are making a huge difference and your contribution is meaningful and greatly, greatly, greatly greatly appreciated. To learn more about Gems for Gems, you can visit their website at gemsforgems.com. You can also find them on Facebook under Gems for Gems and on Instagram under Gems for Gems Canada. And you can always reach out to me on any social media platform under Branding Badass. And now back to our show. For me, healthy is sexy. I mean, when you look at someone who is healthy, they have great skin, they're in great shape, they have energy, that's sexy. So that's when I think about sexy AF, I think that's a perfect combination, the way your brand ties in with that. Absolutely, 100%. And you know what, I was actually having lunch with some girlfriends last week that I hadn't seen in about six months. One of them said to me, so you don't drink at all now? 
And I said, you know, I would on occasion, but I said, for me, primarily, I really have to be present. And she said, what do you mean by that? And I said, I really, really have to be in the moment, be present. And I want to be, when you're talking to me, my whole attention is on you. So you still, so you do drink, you're not against alcohol. You just don't drink as much. I'm not against alcohol at all. When I first started Sex AF, people were like, oh my God, so are you just never going to drink again? And I was like, come on, this is me yeah. talking about. I'm so going <laughs> to, I'll always have a glass of wine with my, you know, with my friends yeah. and my sister. You know, I don't have a drink every day. It's very occasional. When I am drinking now, I drink Sex AF because I need to know what I'm selling and make sure it tastes great. And what I think would be amazing, um, not only for my palate, but everyone else's. So there's a lot of taste testing that I do daily. So I'm literally drinking on the job all day long. But sure. it's Absolutely. Okay, so I'm going to ask you a question here. Because the reality is people do like to have their vices. We do like escapism. Like you said, you drink occasionally. Sometimes I do. With the legalization of marijuana, do you think that has affected drinking consumption at all in a social environment, which we're hopefully going to get back to soon? I firmly believe that it has increased drinking sexy AF spirits. It's not only because our consumers are actually putting CBD oils in our cocktails. Sorry, in your cocktails? In our cocktails. They're putting CBD oils in our consumers are like, yeah, you can add whatever you want. Oh, you're kidding. Coming up with, yeah, crazy, crazy creations. I do feel like the Gen Zers, up and comers, that's what they're doing. They are very much in the moment. They are very yeah. much woke when it comes to <laughs> what they are doing and what they are saying and their opinions and absolutely everything. So 100% I do foresee alcohol sales declining. For the younger um, generation. For yeah. the younger generation. And of course, legalization of marijuana. I think it's going to overshadow alcohol at some point. I don't know if it'll be in the next 20 years, 30 years. I don't know that answer, but I do know that people are really enjoying the CBD life. Yeah. We're working on doing some drag shows coming up when COVID opens. Oh, I should talk to you. Did you know my son is a drag queen? Did I, did I tell you that? Know that. Yeah, no. I share it all the time. His name is Crystal Geyser, and he is a very famous drag queen around town. I'll introduce you to him. You know what? <laughs> that her. would be amazing. Absolutely. Big time. Absolutely. We are really, yeah. really, really working hard to be inclusive in that way. So I would love to connect with you further after this because that's incredible. I love that. Oh yeah, he's, well, and it's interesting too, actually, because I'm assuming Sexy AF, even though it's got the name Sexy in it, anybody can drink it because as I said, he's only 17. So he actually has been doing drag and this is a whole other show, but he's been doing drag since he's been 14. So he's been doing it for a long time. Anyway, sorry to divert, you had mentioned the drag. No, community. that's amazing. So I'm very much involved in that community. Thanks to my son. So Crystal Geyser, you guys, can check it out on Instagram. A little plug from there. So you mentioned branding because that's my wheelhouse. Branding is everything from the name to the logo, to the packaging, to the marketing, to the swag, the t-shirts, hats, all that kind of stuff. So the name you said you came up with because it was sexy and it was fun and it stood out and everything else. Let's talk about your logo because you also have a great logo. I mean, your branding is amazing. So let's talk about your branding. Oh, and I, I love know, branding. And, yeah, right. And so do I. How did you come up with that logo. Well done for us is the real estate of the bottle. So the front of the bottle, I wanted to use the entire space of it. And what I wanted to do is make sure that you can see it when you're sitting at a restaurant or a bar that looking at the bar back, I stood out the most. So what was I catching? So you think about New York City, the yellow cab, all the research about the color yellow and the, the distinct yellow. For me, it was the distinction of 
the wording, the fat font that was appealing to the eye that when you're looking at it at a bar back, you would know straight away that that was sexy AF spirit. Being able to pronounce it, that's huge. When I was doing my research, I could not say some of the words out there. I was baffled as to how how are you going to market this? I'm all about marketing and branding. They go hand in hand, obviously. Yeah. I want to be able to, number one, spell it, say it properly, easy to remember. And can I get .com URL? Can I get .com CA? Can I get all the handles, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, IG, YouTube? Can I get all of that? Because all, every single one has to be the same. You can't have this huge long URL because you know what? You're going to misspell it. People are not going to spell it right. And if you can't spell it right, you're not going to find us. And you talk about going global. I mean, isn't sexy like every, I'm thinking, I'm in my head, well, I'm thinking, well, sexy in French and sexy in all these different languages. <laughs> I think it's the same in every language, isn't it? It is a legit thing. At first it's like, well, the AF stands for that. I'm like, no, 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 it's alcohol free. You can have so much fun with it. It felt like it was my personality. So I spent many years coming up with great events and parties and throwing these amazing fun times. And for me, it always boiled down to just the branding and marketing of it. So whatever we called it, whatever I wanted to name it, yeah. it involved games and the music. Like I just love everything about branding. If I can brand it, let me go for it because I'll have so much fun doing it. At the end of the day, I loved seeing people's reactions. I'll be on a call with a customer and the sweetest lady. She goes, I actually know what AF really stands for. I'm like, what, what is it? She goes, oh, I can't, I can't say it, but I love it. I tell all my friends, you know, and it's just having those real conversations with real humans and interacting with them. I absolutely love because it's a great conversation piece too. And it reminds me, one of my great inspirations in life is Sarah Blakely, the founder of Spanx. And she would talk about how do they feel? Do you want a pair? How do they look? Like great conversation starters with, you know, I really want my butt to look good. So I bought a pair of Spanx. It's so honest. It's almost liberating just to be able to talk about your product and your brand and see people's reactions and for them to smile and happy and bring some kind of positivity and value add to their lives. And you said something earlier too, when you were talking is about fun. And really, I mean, especially today now more than ever is we need more fun in our lives and to have that cheeky name where people can have fun and you can have fun with your branding about it. It just lifts people's spirits and it makes us feel good. And so it's a lifestyle really that you're offering. It's not just a drink. It's everything that goes along with it, right? That's what branding is all about. It's offering that lifestyle and that feeling that people get when they drink your product and when they buy your product. That's what's inspiring. I know that's how I felt when I first came across your brand. And so let's talk about the color. What made you choose this particular color? And can you share what that color is? Predominantly, our color is black. And then we played on each different flavor with, with a hot color. So our okay. virgin is fuchsia pink. Our appetite is a gorgeous blue a triple sexy is a really fun orange. Amaro is a super bright yellow. And our frisky whiskey is a super sexy hot red. So I wanted that bright, bold red to go along with our frisky whiskey coloring. Again, it's for us. It was standing out on a shelf. Hopefully when we're when grocery stores and liquor stores give us the aisle to have fun with. I love it. I love the bright and the contrast against the black is awesome. It is. It is. And it's easy, especially when it comes to doing swag. You look at our website, we do beanies, we do sweaters, hoodies. We've got to have some pink tops coming out in the spring season summertime and even our pride stuff. So all our colors kind of make the pride flag colors when it comes to the lettering on our branding and logo as well. So that worked out well. That's great. So would you consider Sex AF to be a disruptor brand? 
Oh, 100%. Yep. I feel like my BHAG, my big hairy audacious goal is to be the global <laughs> leader in alcohol-free spirits around the world. I am originally from South Africa. So my mom's always like, bring it to South Africa. I am going to, we're going to be in Australia, New Zealand, South Africa, Europe. We're going to hit up Dubai and of course, North America, Canada. This is where I live. Our neighbors across the border, the US, huge, huge market for us. And we are a disruptive brand. We're flipping the whole weirdness around not drinking alcohol on its head and saying, actually, it's super fun. And I get emails from customers saying, I feel so amazing. I've been alcohol free for 10 days. And I emailed them back saying, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. It's only going to get better. And you're going to love the next 10 days or the next 20 days, the next 30 days. And it's opening up those conversations and it is disruptive because it's a new market. What we say is rethink your drink with sexy AF spirits. Do you think that mocktails are going to be sexier than cocktails? I personally hate the word mocktails. Like I, I was <laughs> Why do you so hate against it. it. Oh, well, originally I was like, fuck, I even wrote a recipe book saying fuck mocktails. And then I took down the page <laughs> and I was like, I can't because everyone knows what a mocktail is, even though it's like an olden fashion. When you think yeah. of mocktail, you think of like something super sugary. And I was like, ew, I don't like that. But you have to listen to the audience. Yeah, no, that's interesting. As you're saying that, it's making me think, you know, it's because then you're comparing and saying, well, it's not the real thing. You know, it's the next best thing. And you're kind of saying, well, we're not the next best thing. We are the leader and we are sexy AF spirits. And so you're creating a new lane. You're not trying to follow a lane by watering it down, pardon the pun. But is that fair to say? Love it. Yeah, that's totally fair to say. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, that's very cool. Well, I love it. So what's the best way for people to get a hold of you if they do want to reach out to you? You can email us directly at hello at sexyafspirits.com, which you can find directly on our website, sexyafspirits.com. You can DM us or send us any messages on Facebook or any other social media platform using the handle at sexyafspirits, keeping it really easy. Yeah, we are very, very responsive and we'll get back to you as soon as possible for sure. Well, congratulations. I'm super excited to talk with you and to learn more about your brand and to learn more about you and I have no doubt once things open up I'm going to see your stuff everywhere <laughs> so thank, you, so thank you for taking the time to speak with me now you're going to be that person who's going to be famous and I'm going to go remember when she was just starting out and she was on my podcast so I have no doubt Joanne so thank you oh, so I much love it. Thank you so much, Julie. I really appreciate it. And I look forward to speaking with you again soon. Yes, I'll speak to you soon. Take care. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. And there you have it. I really hope you enjoyed the conversation and maybe learned a few things to help you with your branding. But most of all, I really hope you had some fun. This show is a work in progress. So please, please, please make sure to rate and review on whatever platform you listen to. And if you want to learn more about the branding badass, that's me, you can find me on social media under, you know it, branding badass. Thanks again. And until next time, Here's to all you badasses out there.